Life Spring number 142, a standing invitation. Hey! What's up? <laughs> Good to see ya. Good to be here. Welcome to Life Spring, where we hit you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. It's so good to see your smiling and shiny face. <laughs> I'm Steve Webb, your host, and I'm feeling way better, way better than I was last week and the week before. Hey, thank you for joining me today. I know it's been uh, almost two weeks since the last show, but I've got a doctor's note. <laughs> I have a good reason, which I'll tell you about it just a little bit later in the show. And uh, I tell you what, this is going to be a good show. It is jam-packed with goodness. And so I think that uh, what we should do is get started right away. You've all been waiting. I've been waiting. And uh, yeah, it's time. So let's make it happen. Let's go. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me.
All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That's enough of that dance music. I can only take so much of it. But it's a good It's a good uh, song to start off with. That was Aaron with Talk To Me. I'm going to talk today about one of the greatest and most incredible privileges that I can possibly imagine. This is just so amazing that I'm nearly speechless. It's, it's actually hard to put into words how blown away I am at the thought that this unbelievable honor has been bestowed on me. I recently received an invitation. Are you sitting down? I recently received an invitation with all expenses paid to have a private meeting with one of the most respected and most loved men in America. Of course, I had to reprioritize my schedule and make arrangements for things here at home that uh, have to be taken care of. But when Billy Graham invites you to come to his home, you do whatever it takes to make time for the meeting. Yes, (laughs) Billy Graham. Isn't that amazing? I mean, how cool is that? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Nah, don't. (laughs) Don't believe it. It isn't true. I didn't get an invitation to meet with Billy Graham. I mean, I'd certainly love to have the chance to meet with him, but it's not likely to happen. But I'm okay with that because I have a much better standing invitation with a much, much, much more, more amazing person. And so do you. Of course, I'm talking about prayer. Now, I know that for a lot of people, prayer can be a boring subject. But come on, when you think of it as an incredible opportunity to speak to and be heard by the most incredible, powerful, knowledgeable, kind, loving being in all of the universe, how can you not be completely jazzed at the mention of it? I mean, come on. Now, probably you're not jazzed about it, if you're not because you've never really thought of it in that way. Or maybe you don't believe that God cares about what you have to say or what you're going through. Yeah, that's it. Maybe you think that that God is real, but that he is no longer really involved in the day-to-day operations around here. He got the world started, but now we're on our own. Or maybe you think that you're, well, just not important enough or that your problems aren't big enough to bother him. After all, he's got enough problems, what with wars and floods and child molesters and poverty and global warming and you name it. Or maybe you're just too busy. You believe that he hears and that he cares and is involved in our lives on a daily basis, but you just can't seem to squeeze prayer into your to-do list. Well, we've got so much to discuss in such a short time to cover it all. Where to begin? Well, how about the beginning? That seems like a good place to start. We're told that after God created the first people, Adam and Eve, that God spent time with them on on purpose. (laughs) He liked spending time with them. In Genesis 3, it says, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking through the garden in the cool of the day. You say, well, Steve, that doesn't say that God spent time with them. Well, then if he didn't, how then did Adam and Eve know that it was the sound of the Lord that they heard in the garden. This says to me that they were used to hearing him. They were used to being around him. They knew his voice. This was one of the great losses when they sinned and God closed them out of the garden. They no longer had the privilege of spending that time with him in the cool of the day. Spending time with God is part of what prayer is. God wants to spend time with you. God wants us to pray. 
But there is that issue of time, right? Spending time with God. Our lives are just so busy, aren't they? Seems like almost everybody is really crunched for time. Spare time, what's that? How can I spend time just praying? I mean, that's just so unproductive, right? I've got things to do, things to accomplish. I've got to move, man. (laughs) Well, D.L. Moody had something to say about that. He said, if you have so much business to attend to that you have no time to pray, depend upon it. You have more business on hand than God ever intended you should have. Sometimes, you know, we just have to say no to added requests for our time. I mean, we only have so much of it, right? It's a finite resource, like our money. Financial planners tell us that if you want to retire well, you have to save. And to save, when you set up your budget or when you sit down to pay your bills each month, you have to pay yourself first. Same thing with spending time with God in prayer. Same thing. It's really a good idea to set an appointment with God every day and give this appointment at least the same priority you would give to, let's say, a doctor's appointment. Most people don't miss their doctor's appointments. Now, of course, with this appointment, God is never going to make you sit in a waiting room an hour past the appointed time. He's there waiting for you right now. Now, please, I'm not trying to make this drudgery. That's not what it's about. It's not. This is not like going to the principal's office or anything of the sort. Think back to when you were a little kid. It's December. Christmas is eh, maybe a couple of weeks away. Remember what it was like? Remember how excited you got looking forward to going to the local department store or the local mall to talk to Santa Claus? This was somebody that you were really excited to go see, right? Well, obviously, God is way more amazing to talk to than Santa. And he's far more, uh, shall we say, substantial. I know that some of you listen to the show with youngsters around, but you know what I'm saying here, right? When I say that God is more substantial. Yeah. It's an absolutely amazing privilege we have to talk with God. I mean, it's incredible. The one who formed the universe. The one who holds your very heartbeat in his hand who gives us laughter and music and cool breezes on a spring day and a warm sun on the beach on the summertime. That same God invites you into his presence. Hmm. Think of it. And yet we all too easily say, not now, haven't got time. Check you later, God. I'll be back. Huh. How many Christians look upon it as a burden and a duty and a difficulty to get alone with God? This is the great hindrance of our Christian life everywhere, said Andrew Murray. We look at it like a burden. Talk about getting your priorities messed up. How much better would our lives be if we spent, no, if we invested time with our Creator every day, seeking His face, getting to know Him, having a two-way conversation with Him, not just giving Him a laundry list of needs and wants and then jumping up to get to the important part of our day. No, I mean being quiet and still in his presence. It's two-way. We talk to him, and if we'll sit still and be quiet and wait for him, he'll respond. That's how you get to become familiar with his voice. 
I've heard so many people say, how do I know when it's God talking? Well, you have to spend time cultivating the relationship. It takes time. It does. We have to listen. If we do all the talking, how do we hear from him? I mean, what kind of a relationship would it be with someone you cared about if it was always just you talking and as soon as you were done talking, you turned around and ran away? That's what we do to God. God will speak if we let him have our attention and our time. I guarantee it. People sometimes have the idea that God is playing hide and seek with us. Nothing could be further from the truth. He so wants to have us know him. Why do you think he preserved his word, the Bible, throughout all the thousands of years? Why do you think he sent Jesus to the world so that we could know him? Why do you think he sent the Holy Spirit into the world so that we could know him? He's not playing hide and seek. Jesus said that if you seek him, you'll find him. But Steve, you say, I don't know how to pray. All those these and thous. Most gracious God, we come before thee today in thy presence, asking that thou wouldst hear us. Eh, get off it. When I hear somebody praying like that, I just want to <laughs> say, come on, get real. Unless you talk like that every day, God is thinking the same thing, I think. I mean, who are you trying to impress? Nah. Listen, prayer is when we are, or when we should be ourselves the very most. You can't hide anything from God anyways, right? So why not just talk to him like you usually talk? He knows your heart. He knows before you speak. So keep it simple. A.W. Tozer said, Now, as always, God discloses himself to babes and hides himself in thick darkness from the wise and the prudent. We must simplify our approach to him. We must strip down to essential, and they will be found to be blessedly few. We must put away all effort to impress and come with the guileless candor of childhood. If we do this, without doubt, God will quickly respond. Those are good words from Tozer. we got to keep it simple. We need to come to him as a child. <laughs> Nothing you say is going to impress him. Well, Steve, you know, I tried that prayer stuff, and it didn't work. God didn't answer my prayer. I hear that, too. I've got a friend who's going through a really, really rough time right now. I've known him for years. And up until just recently, he would never talk with me about spiritual things. He'd say stuff like, yeah, God doesn't want to hear from me. I know I've done a lot of bad things. And before I can have a, a conversation with God, before I can talk to God, before I pray, I've got to clean up my act. Now, I would gently tell him that God will take him just the way he is right now, that he's never going to get cleaned up enough to deserve God. But he'd always just laugh me off. Well, now that he has this crisis in his life, he's praying. He's praying that God will fix things for him. Now, there's an entire hour of material to address this, this aspect about how God answers the prayers of someone like my friend, who's not really a believer, but who is going to God now that he's in trouble. But for now, just let me suffice it to say that God is not an errand boy. Now, I mean that as gently as possible. But he, as our loving Heavenly Father, knows what is best for us, and he knows the final outcome. What we need to do, this is another quote from Moody, he said, spread out your petition before God and then say, 
Thy will, not mine, be done. Moody said, The sweetest lesson I have learned in God's school is to let the Lord choose for me. And that is just so true. I've learned that myself. I don't know what is best for me. I bring my requests to God. He knows the desire of my heart. But what I want is not always what's best. One of the great things about prayer, done correctly, with the quiet time of listening included, is that God can and does use that time to align our hearts with His, to align our desires and our wills to His. Now certainly, as I said, we bring our needs to Him. The Bible tells us to do that. But we don't do it like we're bringing a shopping list. We say, Lord, these are the things that are on my heart and mind. But then leave it in His hand. In the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 7, it says, Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse hide-and-seek game we're in. If a child asks for bread, do you trick him with sawdust? If he asks for fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. So don't you think the God who conceived you in love will be even better? That was from the book of Matthew. You see, God wants so much to do good and wonderful things in our lives. But we have to have the relationship with Him. That's a two-way street, my friend. He won't force Himself on us. He gives us the freedom to seek Him or to ignore Him. The freedom to pray or to just go on our merry way, muddling through life on our own. I got to tell you that having done it that way, muddling through for an awful long time, I would much rather meet with Dad. The Bible tells us we can call him Abba, which means Dad or Daddy. I would much rather meet with Dad each and every day and throughout the day than to depend upon my own wits. (laughs) Because I've only got a half a supply after all. Jesus, I want to live for you You're everything I want to be And everything I've been pursuing Is worthless when you call to me Jesus, I give my heart Falling down at your from my eyes Yea, though I've walked through the darkness You lifted my face to the sky Jesus, I give my heart Falling down at 
Sarah with Surrender. I got a really encouraging email this past week from Corey. It says, Brother Steve, blessing to you, my friend. I'm only halfway through 141 and have to stop. This has got to be the best show you've put out and the most convicting. Between the cuckoo bird story and Romans 5, I could go on, but I won't. Thank you for being available for God's purposes. Have a great day. Well, thank you, Corey. It's a real encouragement to me to get these kind of emails. I really appreciate it. And uh, I got this one this morning. I'm going to read just a portion. It says, Steve, I rarely write any email, let alone the podcasts I listen to, but I wanted to write you after I had just finished your marriage miniseries podcast. Now, listen, guys, that's from November and December of 2005. (laughs) Isn't podcasting great? Talk about listening when you want. How about more than a year and a half after the fact? The writer continues. He says, 
Yes, I just recently found your podcast. I'm listening to them in consecutive order. Who knows how long it will take to catch up to you. Oh, man. And then he goes on to tell me a very personal story that I'm not going to go into here. But can I ask you to pray for this fellow and his family? God knows the need, and they really need some prayer. And also, um, speaking of prayer, let me ask the same for the friend that I mentioned earlier. Pray for him and his family as well. I would really appreciate it. And um, lastly, on prayer, I wanted to share this with you. This this was uh, from a lady, and she said, My four-year-old daughter and I would always pray before she went to sleep. One night, she volunteered to pray. She prayed and prayed and prayed, her voice getting softer and softer and softer, until only her lips were moving. Then she said, Amen. Honey, I said, I didn't hear a word you said. She answered, Mama, I wasn't talking to you. Okay, so why has it been a week and a half, almost two weeks since the last show? Well, it's partly been because of the project that I've been working on in the front of the house. I mentioned on the last show, I think, that I was tiling the patio that I've been working on in the front. Well, my goal was to have it completed by the 4th of July, but something happened that prevented me from reaching that goal. If you listen to the Weekend Music Show number 64 this last weekend, you've heard this, but not everyone listens to both the Weekend Music Show and this show. Don't ask me why. I don't get it either. I mean, why wouldn't everyone just subscribe to the All Shows feed and enjoy every single LifeSpring podcast there is? Yeah, well, go figure. But I digress. (laughs) So what kept me from finishing on time and what kept me from getting a show out for a couple of weeks now? Well, it was a health problem that had me on my back for days in agony. I had a kidney stone attack, and I don't know if you've ever had kidney stones, and I hope you never do, but uh, as I've said before, I have a, uh, a sister-in-law that's given birth twice, and she's had kidney stones, and but she said, oh, I'd much rather give birth than have kidney stones again. That's how bad it is. I was drugged up quite a lot to, to get through the, the rough patches, and uh, I just have to say that uh, I was unable to do almost anything. I went ahead and and I did get the Bible show out because that's a commitment to do a daily Bible reading. And between pain uh, attacks, I did do the Bible show, but that's all I was able to do for several days. So that's a big reason as to why I didn't get a show out for now a couple of weeks. But um, that is behind me now. I'm back and I'm okay. And I'm praying that that is never going to happen again. Um, that was the third time I had those kidney stones, and I'd really just prefer to think that <laughs> three's a charm and I'll be done with them. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Today, I spent some time putting up a new website, LifeSpring.tv. It's the newest part of the LifeSpring family, and the purpose for LifeSpring.tv is multifaceted. For one thing, it's a place where you can see live video streaming of the worship service from the church I attend every Sunday morning at 10.30 Pacific Time. I've been playing with this for several weeks now, and it works pretty well. So if you'd like to see what my church is like and uh, you're around your computer on Sundays around 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time, I'd love to see you join us at LifeSpring.tv. Now, another thing I'm going to do occasionally is streaming video from my studio here as I'm recording or editing or just doing whatever I do in here in the studio. So you might want to check in every once in a while. I'll I'll be there. I'll have the stream going and um, you can see what's going on. Also, 
at lifespring.tv. I've posted and will continue to add videos from around the internets that I find funny or moving or what have you from YouTube or, or you know, all over the place. There's uh, some things up there now you can go take a look at. If you haven't seen Will It Blend, a guy took uh, a brand new iPhone and uh, tested it to see if it would blend. And if you don't know what that is, you're going to have to check it out. <laughs> and there's some other things as well. So that's at lifespring.tv. And then lastly, another thing I'm going to do there is I'm going to be doing some occasional video podcasts as I have time to do them. They're going to be about lots of different things, whatever I find to do. It's just going to be a grab bag. So check it out, lifespring.tv. You can subscribe to the feed there. Um, it's soon going to be in iTunes as well. I will, of course, post the video podcasts that I do on the All Shows feed, but I'm not going to put the video stream on the All Shows feed. Uh, I'm not going to put the other videos that I find on YouTube and those other places. Those are only going to be at lifespring.tv. So I'm going to be redoing the splash page that you see when you go to lifespringpodcast.com. Probably going to take a few days before I get around to doing that. Lifespring.tv does not show on that splash page, so you just have to type that into your browser. All right, another bit of news. I covered this on the on the music show as well, but um, for those that didn't hear it, here we go. If you're going to be in the Southern California area on the last Sunday of September 2007, I have an invitation just for you. Yes, you listening right now with the earbuds in your head or the speakers on your computer, whatever you're listening, this is for you. Whether or not you are a podcaster. Now, a lot of the podcasting world is going to be focused on Ontario, California that last weekend of September because of the podcasting and new media expo. Well, this year, for the first time, the expo is a three-day event. This year, the expo includes Sunday. Well, of course, for me, Sunday means church. So, to keep the story short, I'll just say that I contacted the expo's organizer, Tim Berkwin, whom I've known since January of 2005 when I joined the Orange County Podcasters Meetup, which Tim and his brother Emil, the podcast brothers, started. Anyway, I asked Tim... When I found out that this was going to be, you know, over Sunday as well, I asked him if we could have a worship service on Sunday morning. He very graciously said yes and has given us a room that is going to seat around 300. So there is room for you and I'm inviting you to join us. Now, I have to say this is going to be a very, very special worship service because my friend Jimmy Bratcher, whom you have heard on the Lifespring show several times, let me play a sample for you. Jenny left Detroit in a blue dress Cadillac. She said, I'm bound for Mississippi, gonna take it back. All right, so that's Jimmy Bratcher. Well, not only is Jimmy a fantastic blues guitar player, but he's a preacher as well. He preaches, I think he probably preaches more than he does uh, music stuff or close to it. So I called Jimmy up and I said, hey, can you come out and do the worship service for us? And he's going to be there. He's going to be there preaching. Also, he's going to be at the expo and he's going to do, um, I think on Friday night, maybe Saturday night, I'm not sure which, um, they're doing a concert. Jimmy's going to be there. Jimmy's also going to have a, a, a booth on the floor at the expo. But Jimmy is going to be there preaching for us. In addition to that, we've got the very lovely Miss Carmen Tyler that is going to be there as well. Here's a sample of Carmen's music.
So that's Carmen, and uh, she's one of the sweetest ladies in all of podcasting. Of course, uh, the lovely Lady Leanne, well, I just have to say she's the sweetest lady, but I have to say that because she's my wife, and I love her very much, and I believe that she is the sweetest. But, uh, well, Leanne is going to be there as well, although she's not going to be on the stage. Um, It's going to be Jimmy and Carmen, and I suppose I'll be uh, the person who introduces them. But uh, So, yeah be there. It's going to be a very special time of worship. If you can be in Southern California on the last Sunday of September, that's September 30th, by the way, make plans to join us. Now, speaking of the Expo, one other thing, if you're a podcaster, I would like to invite you to come a day early to attend PodCamp SoCal. It's being organized by the Orange County Podcasters and the LA Podcasters, and it's going to be a fantastic way to start the Expo. It's not a part of the expo. It's going to meet at the convention center. You're going to get to meet with some of the best-known podcasters in the world. Some of the registrants are Adam Christensen of the MacCast, Victor Cahayao of the Typical Mac User Podcast, Gary Leland of Podcast Pickle, Ron Plouffe of Griddle Cakes Radio, and many, many more. Of course, I'll be there as well, and uh, people are are still signing up. So check it out at podcampsocal.org. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, and you're invited to all of it. Well, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. And we also have a listener comment line that I love to get uh, audio comments on. And that number there is 206-350-CALL, 206-350-2255. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget that Jesus said, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus asks you this, who do you say that I am? Life Springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. Until I see you next time, my name is Steve Webb. And may God bless you richly. Thanks for being here today. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight.